Hello, everyone. This is Blake, and I'm joined by the lovely Tyre today. I just wanted to say happy holidays. I will be out of town, and I'm not bringing my recording equipment with me, so I'm re-releasing an episode that I took down months ago for one reason or another. But (laughs) it's uh, we recorded this, I think, in April... When I first oh, moved to New York City. So wow. we talk a little bit about that. We talk about a club that no longer exists in Chicago. We talk about a lot oh of things. God. And it was like, we recorded this like a year and a half ago. And a lot has changed in a year and a half. So That's so crazy. Yeah, time keeps going. Keeps chugging along. <laughs> but I do, I like the episode. I want <clears> to... <throat> God, I like the episode. I want to share it with y'all. I just, um, at the time I was doing it seasonally and it was just not working that season. So here is the full episode of the flying Dutchman. Uh, Ooh. Oh, do you I remember? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Any thoughts? Like, Wait, which one is it? Any thoughts before we jump, before they jump into this lovely episode? Um, any thoughts? Well, does it have to be pertaining to the episode? Because I just really wanted to know that you are all in my thoughts and prayers. I love that. I love that. This (laughs) holiday season, you know, this will come out, I believe, after New Year's. So we are in 2024. So yeah, and we just like celebrated in Denver. Yes. 2024 is going to be amazing. If you're, I don't know why I was going to say this because we're in the, we're in the time machine. So everything that is going to happen to us is going to be in the Doctor Who box. Exactly. I'm going to Minneapolis for Christmas and then going to Denver for New Year's Eve. So parting up world, world traveler. We're going to bring that back. Oh my God. Please. disco in denver um but really quickly do we want to talk about our show oh my god yes okay yeah let's let's uh give a little teaser tyre and i have a new podcast coming out soon i will let you all know when but essentially it's going to be a reality competition podcast where we discuss reality competition shows anywhere from food to fashion to design to dating whatever you have we're gonna watch it we're gonna recap it we're gonna give our opinions bitch i forgot about the dating episodes that's gonna be a time and a half but yeah i'm so excited for this show um you've spent like the last few years like perfecting your podcasting podcasteringness so i'm excited to like jump into this with you because you're like my bestie we always have good conversations and now you guys get to be in on it too it's true so go listen to this episode of the flying dutchman with tyre and i and if you like us little our little banter about true crime and paranormal check us on our podcast together where we talk about reality competition shows Woo! it's called guest judge right yeah yay okay (laughs) and
Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Haunted Hometowns, your weekly true crime paranormal podcast. My name is Blake Lambert Hack, and this season I will be covering deaths and hauntings on the high seas with a different special guest every week. But for tonight's episode, you already know this guest. He's the creator of the theme song you just listened to, pop star himself, Tyre. Just a little, I don't know. I felt like I'd give you a different entrance, you know? Ooh, sexy, sexy. Uh, yeah, that's also early when we're recording this, so we're, we're doing the little vocal warm-ups. Yeah, we're just getting into it. We both need energy drinks. I mean, I've already had a coffee, but it's not enough. It's never enough. You wanna, why don't we just go to Berlin? Let's go get a <laughs> Berlin bum. Get some Red Bull in us. They're still <laughs> open, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, before we jump into the episode, there's been some life changes on my part. Well, first, let's start off. When this episode airs, when this episode airs, it'll be one year of this podcast, which is... That's crazy! Wild. Do you remember a year ago when we started, when you were on the first episode? Ever? Yeah, oh my god. I can't believe it's actually, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. You've just been cranking out these episodes that I just haven't noticed the passing of time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, yeah, tons of things have happened. I also moved from Chicago to New York, so I am in the Big Apple instead of the Windy City. Is there, um, do you feel any less winded? Do you feel any, uh, any more Apple-ish? No, my, um, it is still windy. (laughs) And your apple is still bottom. And I still have an Adam's apple, yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, not, you know, it's another large city that comes with large city problems and large city successes, so. Oh, yeah. We want, we want, we want to see you uh, reach some new heights, so we got to get you a... Uh, a city with a bigger skyline in it, you know. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> More people to fight off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I've been here for a month to the day, I oh, guess. Wow. And I'm still waiting for my name to be in lights, but you know, it'll it'll get there. <laughs> it didn't happen right away. What do you mean? What do you mean I didn't show up with thirty five dollars in my pocket and start in a <laughs> dance troupe and all this other bullshit (laughs) we're gonna move to new york we're gonna start a dance troupe and we're gonna make it get the cardboard (laughs) box yeah i'm gonna release an album with my initials and everything will just be great you know name and lights (laughs) um but yeah. yeah and then this season we're talking about the high seas the oceans which is a little different from past seasons you know i've talked about cities Ghosts, deaths, murder, 
what have you. But this the, the light stuff. The light stuff. But this <laughs> season it'll be heavier. <laughs> um no, it'll all take place on different ships in different oceans across the world. So yeah, it's a little different, but you're still getting death and you're still getting paranormal. And that's all that matters here. Yeah. I'm excited. I feel like the the added element of being on the water is like <laughs> for some reason it does just make it a little bit spookier. I don't know what <laughs> it is, but it's just like, you know, like what could be unearthed or like what's lost at sea or whatever. Right. And I think th- Come on. I see. It's still not knowing, you know, they always say we know more about space space than the sea. So that's inherently creepy. I just like (laughs) went on this whole research about the mountain ranges that Hawaii sits on top of. And apparently they're like the tallest mountains on the planet. They're just covered with ocean. (laughs) So you don't see it. It's insane. Yeah. Wow. Is that what Moana was trying to tell us? That was the whole meaning of it the entire time. Yes. Moana. (laughs) You don't have the rights. Don't sing it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can't afford it. Ty. Are you ready for ghost ships? Ghost ships. I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah, and ghost ships, there's like multiple definitions for it. It could be like a vessel with no living crew aboard living crew is vague you know it could mean there's no one on board a vessel it could mean there's ghosts on a vessel (laughs) you know it's just like no living people on board ghost shit i if i see a boat that looks like like if i can't see a person from the shore or from the boat <laughs> next to it, the little dinghy. I'm not getting on that boat. Like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do a lot to get me on that boat. Fair. I mean I wouldn't <laughs> want to get on a ship without people on it because then I'm like in charge of making mm-hmm. sure it stays afloat and I don't want that responsibility. Yeah. It's but... like that um what is it, Bravo below deck? Where there are oh my god that reality show, <laughs> um, that show's hilarious. But that's a lot of responsibility to like treat rich people and make sure that your yacht stays afloat in the ocean. I need this. I need the spinoff, the below deck ghost ship spinoff. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, ah, Brad said um, that I could totally go starboard, but um, my. Uh, finger got lost in the friggin' I don't know ship terms. <laughs> you should teach me some ship terms. That really exposed me. I feel very exposed. Ship. I'm, I'm withdrawing now. There are tons of ship terms I've had to look up in the last <laughs> so many weeks. Like, oh my god. Okay. Researching good. all this, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> the one I was like researching a couple days ago. And y'all will hear this in a later episode, but I, I, 
they lost sight, so they had to figure out how to navigate where they like figure out where they were and how fast they were going and all this other stuff. And there was a term for it that I like. What the fuck does that mean? And I had to read the definition like five times before I truly understood what they were talking about. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll get into this ship story, and I may have to look up a couple things to explain. But. <laughs> <laughs> Ty, remind this little ghost club how you feel about ghosts and stuff, such. Um, ghosts are real as hell. Um, and I don't necessarily have any bad experiences with them. Um, I feel like I am, like, spiritually a little looked after on the other side. So, like, I feel like some of the bad stuff doesn't come to me. But I know, I know some stuff is out there. Or maybe I'm just, like, nervous. Just about life. <laughs> Both could be true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Okay. We will be discussing the most iconic ghost ship around. It's been used in all kinds of media. Do you have a oh guess? I, I mean... No, I feel like I'm going to guess wrong. <laughs> no, we're going to be talking about the Flying Dutchman. Yeah! And if it's oh my God, real wait. or fiction. Oh my God, I was going to say that, and then I was like, I feel like if I'm wrong, <laughs> what an idiot I will sound. Okay, let's do this. I'm no, so ready. No, for real. It is, everybody knows about the Flying Dutchman. Like, not right. necessarily details, per se, but has heard the name at least yeah like legend like but is it legend or is it eh, eh, well Le- you <laughs> decide <laughs> <laughs> okay so like obviously the fine dutchman is a ghost ship doomed to sail the sea forever some believe the name flying dutchman is the name of the cursed ship while others believe dutchman comes from the captain of the ship you know, right? A Dutchman, <laughs> you know, the flying guess, Dutchman. Right. I thought it was. I guess I thought it was both, kind of. But that yeah. could be as well. You know, we just don't know. Either yeah. way, the stories of this ship have been floating around since the 1600s. Come on, floating around. I caught that. <laughs> you saw what I did. <laughs> the initial sightings were near the Cape of Good Hope which is on the very southern tip of Africa by Cape Town. Mm. At this time, all of the sightings that were written down were of witnessing the large, gloomy ship with black masts and blood-red sails and extremely stormy weather. And the written documents always say that it's almost about to crash into huge rocks that lie on the shore, but right before it does, the ship vanishes in the dark. So that's kind of where we sit. So it already has like a spooky connotation to it, you know, whether it's a real ship or not. It's like, where did the ship go? Yeah, I feel like this is like the classic uh, image, like the cartoon image that's probably appearing in your brain Yes, is like probably based off the Flying Dutchman. Oh, absolutely. For sure. If by chance your ship not only sees the Flying Dutchman, but sails alongside the ship, 
The crew of the Dutchman will pass letters and messages to the new crew to give to people back home that are on land. Because... Take my place. <laughs> well, because the, the crew of the Flying Dutchman, it you know, it's rumored that they're not allowed to touch land unless it's every seven years. So anytime they see another ship or pass another ship, they're like, here, here's a letter to my loved one. Please take it. I don't Where'd know. Where'd they get that ink and paper from? <laughs> well, it's just like if you're passing another ship and they're tossing you letters, it's like, I'm not your mailman. Do it yourself. Like, I don't, <laughs> unless you recognize that it's the Dutchman and then it's kind of like, this is a cursed letter, you know? Right. You're, you're, oh, so you're saying you're getting the, you're getting the little envelope and you're like, a task? Right. Like, <laughs> What am I, what do you mean? I don't even know if she's still alive. I'm already doing so much on this ship. Do I really have to find this <laughs> random person on land? No, that's too much. Even if you wrote the address down, that's too much. Right. <laughs> so if you receive one of these letters, the cr- and if you open the letter, right? So which don't open people's mail. It's not nice. Yes, that is a felony. <laughs> if it's not addressed to you, set her down. Exactly. And maybe uh, <laughs> laws took cue from this. But if you open a letter that one of the crew of the Dutchmen have passed you, then your ship will be destroyed and the crew will lose their lives. So uh, <laughs> it's um, rough. <laughs> but does does it is it like a... Now I'm just going, like, full-on Disney level, like, right, the Kraken right, right. will emerge. I'm wondering, like, what kind of, like, is it, like, a take-my-place situation? Like, now you're part of the crew? No, I think the... they're just, like, they think their ship just crashes or sinks or things like that. Oh, they're just, like, it's over. Done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's cool. I mean, that's, uh, I love that. You okay. don't get a second Sorry, chance. Cool legend. You don't have time to swim ashore it's just like this ocean swallows you up yeah yeah (laughs) so you're my postman or you're a ghost man so don't open the letters (laughs) some say that even just seeing the ship will end the seaman's life so there's obviously a lot of rumors a lot of speculation because (laughs) a lot of these people die from seeing the flying dutchman so who's taking the message back home to tell a bunch of people. But uh, the Flying Dutchman's nickname is the Harbinger of Death and Destruction. Mm. Lovely nickname. So rumor says one way you may know that it's the Flying Dutchman and not some other creepy pirate shit is that the captain Mm. of the Flying Dutchman will be behind the wheel without a hat on while skeletons dance around him on the rigging, encouraging the ship to go faster towards its doom. What? So if you pass so... this huge ship with black masts and blood red sails and see a bunch of skeletons dancing on ship chanting, go faster. Uh, you found the flying That Dutchman. sounds like... <laughs> like, that's a spooky, scary skeletons. Yes. And they're just like... That's what I think of every time. crazy and crazier. <laughs> Spooky, That's scary so beautiful. skeletons. 
got shivers down my spine. Yeah. What a vi- what a vision. It's so intense. The xylophone playing in the background like they're tapping their bones <laughs> on their ribs. Yes. The ship could lure other ships to its grave. It could sour food and water on a ship just by passing by. Oh, wow. And the Flying Dutchman has been seen countless amount of times. But one of the bigger mysteries surrounding the ship is who was on board. So who's sailing this ship? Who's the crew of this ship? Did they choose this life? This life choose them? Yeah. So many questions. Oh my god. So First of all, before you tell me the background, what an inconvenience <laughs> just to pass by this ship. Yes. Like, okay, now I have to... Now I have to find somebody, deliver this letter. Now I have to stop somewhere because all our food went bad. Right, yep. And I can't even open the letter or we're all dead. Right. Like, it's it's a bit of a hassle. But, all right, let's learn about who they are, I guess. Well, that's what's, like, and you don't even get... I guess if these rumors were true and you heard about them, I just would never sail around Africa, you know? Like, they didn't... Oh, yeah, just... You'd just bypass it altogether. Yeah, it's like, okay, we're sailing from England to India because that's our colony and, you know, we need to deliver spices and whatever. It's like, I'm going to skip this trip, thanks. I'll see you on the next one when we're going to... It's a different route we could take. Yeah. (laughs) Like, maybe... uh, Do you want to just try going over the Bermuda Triangle or something instead? I mean... Right. You know what? (laughs) I'm just going to drive. You take the shit... I'm going to, I'll walk it. <laughs> I'll walk it. I'll call an Uber. Please. That would, I, I'll pay the extra dollars for UberX. I don't need to sail around Africa. Because you never know. You'll run into the Flying Dutchman and die. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and die. Pretty much a death sentence. So, some believe the captain of the Flying Dutchman was named Hendrik van der Decken, who worked for the Dutch East India Company during the early 17th century. Okay. You and I have talked to pirates before. We're talking mm. pirates again, <laughs> in a way, you know. I'm glad. <laughs> the company at that time had entered the spice trade and was very successful. They not only traded goods, but were also known for exploration and colonization, of course. Captain von der Decken, during his travels, decided he wanted to establish a settlement near the Cape of Good Hope as a place to rest from rough rough waters, since ships back then had to sail, again, all the way around Africa to the Indian Ocean from Europe to trade. It's a long fucking journey, especially in the 17th century. You know, it's... I don't know how many miles it is, but it's too many miles. That's... It's too many miles. <laughs> that's that's too many baby crying miles. Oh my god, imagine if there was a baby on board. Oh my god. Not for long. That's true. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sorry, that I do not endorse tossing babies overboard <laughs> just because they're crying. Just wanted to be clear. I just thought that was a funny joke. All right. <laughs> I mean, toss them overboard, saying the Flying Dutchman, starvation, scurvy. You know, there's just too many. Sploosh. 
Sploosh. Sploosh. <laughs> so as the ship was approaching the Cape, a storm rolled in, right? Uh, Captain Von Der Decken is hugging that corner around Africa. Tight corner. And a storm rolls in. The crew pleaded with the captain to port, but he refused, stating that he would sail the ship around the Cape even if it meant for him to sail until doomsday. What a lovely thing to say, or a lovely thing to hear from a captain that you're a crew member of. It's like, you know, we're going to sail this even if we die. It's like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) So F my life, huh? Right, like... So... If you're... So what about my wife and kids at home? (laughs) If you want to do that, we can pour, you can grab a rowboat and head out. But, like, I (laughs) don't feel like... Yeah. (laughs) Dying. I'm just, like, grabbing the dinghy on the side, like, you guys, I got a cat, so... I gotta make sure I get home... Yeah. Around... I gotta go. I have a litter box (laughs) to change. I have... Yeah. Like, what... uh, I'm not dying today. The I the jewel is closing soon. I gotta go pick up some meow mix. I promised <laughs> I would bring milk home. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> because of the captain's stubbornness, though, the ship sank, of course, off the Cape of Good Hope. Some say that's why the crew must sail the ship and never touch land. Another account says a rebel crew attacked Captain Hendrik von der Decken for not turning around. And during the fight, the crew member who started the attack was murdered, then tossed overboard. And him hitting the water cursed the Flying Dutchman. Oh, that's a fun, like, that's a a, a beautiful, like, illustration. Yes. <laughs> that's, that would make a great movie scene. So, yeah, I, I there's different stories, different rumors about how it happened, you know. Some say that the captain just refused to stop, and so they died, and they were cursed just because of that. Others say he killed a crew member because he. It, w- it probably would have been me because I would have spoke up and said, "What the fuck? I want off." <laughs> and then yeah. I would have been killed because I disobeyed captain's orders and tossed overboard. But on my way down, I'd be like, "Curse you!" And then they like that's what <laughs> kerplunk right sploosh. <laughs> Wow. Okay, well, hey, that person gets to really have their justice if they're all if they're all doomed for right? eternity. Right. Yes. They were like, I just wanted to get to Jewel before close. <laughs> <laughs> you will never see a jewel ever again. That's my curse <laughs> to you. Storms. This is a podcast full of sound effects today. Maybe I'll add some. <laughs> yeah, let's do. Uh, we can just do our own foley artisting. We can. We got that. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, this is. <laughs> We're on the sea. Okay. Oh. Oh yes. <laughs> I think we've. I think we've got ocean sounds on lock. We should take this to YouTube and monetize. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So if Hendrik wasn't the captain, let's say all that is made the fuck up and he's not the captain. There's a man named Bernard Folk 
or Fock, if you will. He could be because he was known for his record fast trips from Netherlands to Indonesia. Meaning he's the flying Dutchman. Because oh, he's real guess. quick on sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people didn't think he could accomplish that trip that fast, so they said he sold his soul to the devil. And mm-hmm. that's why he sails the sea forever, because he's like, you know what, devil? I want to make it there in record speed. I'll sell my soul and sail the, <laughs> the ocean for eternity if only you make me the fastest on water. No, and no way it's worth that. It Is it a fair trade? That. No. No. <laughs> Because now look at you. Now look at you. Now where are you? On the high seas forever and ever. Yeah. Trying to give off your letters. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, didn't think <laughs> it all the way through. Right. Another tale tells of the captain practicing in satanic rituals. Mm. I, I mean, however, I like generally don't buy into satanic sa- satanic shit you like a satan are you like a satan a satan <laughs> um yeah i'm not super into satanic shit because it's just usually like what people go to first anytime anything spooky right. happens they're like oh the devil oh right they were okay. worshiping the devil it's like it's a seven- i mean it, it could be possible i mean I don't know how like how much I believe in a selling the soul to the devil, but if it's like a combination of those two theories, I could kind of buy it. But uh, yeah, it just seems like so far fetched. Yeah. No. How about he just built a fast ship? Yeah. You know, he just can't 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 a girl be talented? <laughs> Women in STEM. <laughs> He just got a fast boat. What was the devil got to do with it? (laughs) Of course, with all of that paranormal stuff, you get the scientists claiming there are no such thing as ghosts or demons or whatever have you or curses. Boo, tomato, tomato. Boring. And instead (laughs) of giving in to what a lot of people believe, they want to try to explain all of these Flying Dutchman theories or sightings, right? Mm-hmm. So they claim, and by they I mean scientists, and by scientists I mean whoever believes this. <laughs> <laughs> the most logical explanation to them behind curses and ghosts is the phenomena called a superior mirage, a.k.a. Fata Morgana. And it's when moisture and atmospheric conditions combine with light and creates a displaced image in the distance. So basically they're saying our eyes are being tricked into believing there's a giant ship floating miles away. And this can happen on sea or land or wherever. And usually we hear about it in the desert, you know, when you're Mm -hmm. walking and you see a mirage in the distance of whatever and you're like oh water or it could be pretty much any kind of object it doesn't have to be a ship it doesn't have to be 
a pond. Because <laughs> you're delirious, you're sun-tired. Right. So that's what they're saying. And of course, they'll post photos on Instagram about like floating ships. That literally looks like it's above the water. Like it's floating above the water. These oh, like... Mar- okay. Yeah, this like lighting effect and stuff like that. Um, and I can see how that makes sense for these ships far away looking like they're floating, you know, or flying mm-hmm. above the water. But it doesn't make any sense for like ships that disappear behind rocks or <laughs> ships that right. are in a storm. I, and for then... one, don't believe in gaslighting the victim. <laughs> and I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> we no, both. I think I, I feel like it's likely it could be that. Like, I've definitely, like, you know, like, had... We've, I think everybody's had their eyes play tricks on them right. at a distance, but mm, let's not completely dismiss all of the claims like that. Right. It's If we were all seeing the exact same thing, sure. But there's different sightings in different weathers and different areas and mm-hmm. different... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't blame victims here. We just don't. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so another option outside of ghosts is that people were seeing a ship disappear behind rocks or in the mist or whatever have you. But the ship everyone was seeing was actually different ships. You know, they all claim it's the okay. one flying Dutchman, but maybe it's just five, 20, 50 different ships that look similar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. They're just seeing a mysterious ship in the mist and it disappears. And in their mind, they're like, right. oh, that was the Flying Dutchman. It's like, but did you die? <laughs> no, then it's but not did... the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> <laughs> did you die? Yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. Yeah. Everybody should have a story that like, we should have some details that, that corroborate. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Did you see skeletons okay. dancing on board? Right. Chanting. Was spooky, scary skeletons playing? Yes or no? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we need we need details. We need facts. <laughs> and this again is all taking place back then when ship was the way to travel. Pirates and privateers were bountiful, so I'm sure the sea was like littered with ships. Yeah. And they all can't be unique looking, you know? I'm sure they found one way to build a ship and loved it and repeated it. You know, they're sister ships. Yeah, (laughs) they're sister ships. Maybe Flying Dutchman has a sister. Who's to say? I love that show on A&E, Sister Ships. Sister Ships. (laughs) (laughs) They're really going through a lot right now, but I really think they can pull through together. There's so much family involved. The sister ships of the traveling Dutchman. Cut, uh, cut print. <laughs> Sell it. Let's start, let's time to market it. Perfect. So, we are kooky today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. George Barrington was a man from London when he served jail time in Bot. Knee Bay 
in Australia, and I'm not going to pretend I know how to say that in an Australian accent. Uh, okay. Wait, what is it? Botany Bay? B-O-T-A-N-Y. So, what's her name says that you have to say Jennifer Lopez to get into it? <laughs> so, Jennifer Gin- 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 Lopez. And then, we're going down to Bot- Botany Bay. Botany Bay? Yeah, yeah. Is that close enough? All yeah, right. it's like when we watched that traveling show, it was Bondi Beach. Bondi Beach. Oh my God. Best television show of all time. <laughs> Instant Hotel. God. But yeah, he served jail time in Botany Bay, Australia for pickpocketing, as you do. He mm-hmm. later became an author and wrote about all of the rumors surrounding the Flying Dutchman. In his story that was published in 1795, two Dutch ships sailed together toward Cape of Good Hope when a storm overcame them. One made it to shore while the other sank with all of its crew. And when the ship that survived headed back toward Europe, they encountered another storm, but they were able to escape that one as well. However, when they ported, they told everyone that they saw their companionship that sank in the second storm with them. Oh. So that second storm they were in, they while they mm-hmm. were in the storm, they saw their sister ship. Even though they knew oh, it wow. sank in the first storm. And like multiple people yeah. shared the story? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's cool. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> John Layden wrote in 1803 that the Flying Dutchman was doomed to sail the sea forever because the crew committed a crime that God punished them for by giving everyone on board a disease. And because of the disease, no port would allow them entry. So they sailed until they all died. Wow. So that kind of, for me, makes more the most sense out of everything right. that we've heard thus far. I mean... Obviously not the, like, God punished them and gave them a disease and, you know, that whole thing. But they could very have well gotten a disease, a very contagious disease. And because of that, the ports were like, fuck no. No, thank you. Yeah. You can stay out and see. And then they just died because. And that that also, I feel like, kind of backs up a story where you could see a ship full of people that are like. Yeah. Well, or like trying to send out a message or yeah, that. Okay. All right. I don't know about the locusts or the, (laughs) you know, what other, the plague that descended upon them, but yeah, that's, it's, it's a theory. Okay. I like that. I'm kind of into it. I just like imagine being on a cruise ship and passing by another ship and they're just like yellowish looking and grotesque and just skinny as shit because they don't have food and like horrible looking not you sh- not you shaming dying people <laughs> not you- i'm oh, painting a ship. picture they're all grotesque and disgusting and like yellow <laughs> and they probably just have like like i don't know chicken pox or something i'm using imagery to tell my story hey now yes yeah paint the picture So Thomas More introduced the idea that the Flying Dutchman speeds along with full sails, no matter the weather. Could be no wind, 
or there could be a storm. But regardless, the ship is super fast and sails with full sails at all times. Which is interesting, because if you look at any photos or references to the Flying Dutchman, you do always see sails out. The sails are never, oh, like, okay. folded yeah. up. Yeah, and, like, with, with like, the, the billowing... Right, yeah, 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 always. Even if there's no wind, it's like, we're full throttle. <laughs> yeah, because but, that's just how the Flying Dutchman rolls. You know what, I, I'll give it to her work <laughs> when you sell this when you sell your soul to the devil the this the wind is always going to be in the sails that's so nice you know always having access to wind <laughs> maybe i should do that for like uh maybe i should sell my soul to get like faster postmates deliveries mm. you know mm-hmm. access to the <laughs> wind and the wind can blow the postmates bike faster you know yeah just like all of a sudden the postmates driver has completely green lights for no reason and then as soon as they drop off my food they like step in some gum or something that's hot i'm into that <laughs> all right devil give me a call speedy fast delivery <laughs> freaky fast delivery <laughs> yeah freaky <laughs> Of course, the Flying Dutchman is the most famous ghost ship there is. It's been turned into an opera by Richard Wagner. There are many paintings depicting the ship. Uh, A couple of the more famous ones are Albert Ryder's, and that's at the Smithsonian, and Howard Piles is at Delaware Art Museum, if you're interested. Mm. SpongeBob uses the Flying Dutchman, as does Scooby-Doo. There's a Donald Duck cartoon where he sees the Flying Dutchman. A manga called One Piece features the captain. Another manga, Soul Eater, features the ship. It's inspired. Well, to be fair, One Piece is like a million chapters long. So <laughs> what haven't they featured at this point? Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> uh, it's in Spider-Man and the villain has a floating ship. The Twilight Zone uses the name Fantasy Island, Supernatural, Pirates of the Caribbean, a 1951 film called Pandora and the Flying Dutchman with Ava Gardner. It's in countless works of literature and music. There's a radio drama or two, video games, and theme parks. There's a roller coaster in the Netherlands that is literally like it's an indoor, like a dark ride, also a water ride. And you're like in little ships and such. Oh my god, you know that's my thing too. I love it. I want to go so badly. Um, <laughs> it was also the name of a decommissioned swinging ride from Six Flags Over Georgia. You know those ones that, like the seats for oh, the swings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're in a little yes. boat. <laughs> it's called the Flying oh, yes. Dutchman. <laughs> uh, there are planes named after the infamous ship and college mascots. Uh, Lebanon Valley College and Hope College are both the Flying Dutchman and there's a baseball player who had the nickname Flying Dutchman because he was fast same goes for a race car driver and honestly the list goes on and on and on and on I I mean it's it's valid because I feel like it is kind of a really cool legend to yeah to like base yourself off of if you're going to be like, oh, we're the fastest, we're the, like, we never quit, we never blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It is, like, kind of a fun 
uh, concept to to like um, reference, but I think <laughs> if you know the actual story, it's like kind of dark and sad. Oh and, my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very dark. I think it's, I think it's probably one of the first references to zombies like the living dead you know yeah um even though they're never portrayed that way you know even right pirates of the caribbean portrayed them as like sea creatures part octopus part human part we love that cgi (laughs) oh it's so good um when he takes the key from one part of his beard to the other oh love it i love a tentacle beard (laughs) slimy um, though, a, probably, like, a better representation of the actual legend is probably Barbosa and his crew from the first one. Them mm. turning into skeletons, you know, being cursed for stealing something, and then right. never being able to, you know, live life as a human again. So that's probably more accurate to the legend of the Flying Dutchman. Right. Um, but yeah, it's... a fascinating legend and one that's been around for a very long time right and one that i never even thought to look into (laughs) i just like accepted it as like oh yeah that's the flying dutchman on spongebob like yeah yeah yeah. i know this yeah it's always around everybody knows this it's so funny yeah the mascots of these two colleges are comical and again, I'll post photos online, but oh, good. they're hilarious looking. <laughs> they're just like captains, like one's angry, one's just like, hey, you know, <laughs> it's just. He's like, he's like completely cool. He's yeah. not mad at all. No, <laughs> it's He's like, so we funny. can do this, guys. <laughs> and I do want to go, let's just, you want to take a trip to Netherlands to go to that very specific theme park? Cause. And take the, the dark coaster? Yeah. It looks fun. Yeah, well, you know I'm going to, as soon as this is over, I'm going to go to YouTube and do a POV of it. Hell yeah. Even though it's in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) It's part, the inside part's in the dark. The outside park part is, like, through water and stuff. So it's kind of fun. I can use my imagination. I'm not afraid to use my imagination. Nor should you. (laughs) But yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Watch out for ghost ships while you're on a cruise. Sipping your martini port side, you know. Do a little drink. Watch. Go below deck. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, in Harry Potter when they're trying to run from the basilisk. They're like, if you see it, you're going to die. So. Oh, yeah. You know what? If you're on a cruise ship, keep your little compact mirror handy. Because then you'll just be like Ooh. paralyzed, petrified. If you see it through a mirror instead of seeing it with your own eyes. We are combining too many legends now. (laughs) We're creating our own legend. Thank you. Yes. I'm into it. Okay, we'll be right back.
we are back for some significant sightings of the Flying Dutchman. So one of the first recorded sightings was of a ship that saw a storm getting closer and closer. And as it approached, they saw a ship within the storm. And the ship sailed so closely that the crew feared they would collide with the other ship in the storm Mm -hmm. until the Flying Dutchman disappeared within the storm. Oh. So you're on your boat and you see this giant thunderstorm rolling up and you're like, oh, I don't want to drive into that. And then you see a ship within it and you're like, fuck, they're screwed. (laughs) And then it just Uh... inches its way closer and closer and closer and it got so close that they freaked out. They, They crash into each other, but then it vanished i i would be haunted forever and i would never go on (laughs) a boat again no no because like what are you gonna say to your like you next to your friend who's just like trying to make it through this storm you're like did you see that yeah i did see that (laughs) and i have no explanation for it at all right yeah yeah no i'm not ever getting on a boat again i'm not even gonna take a bath again actually Hmm. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I mean, you weren't taking a bath on the ship anyway, but <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> so probably the most iconic sighting or the most well known is of Prince George of Wales, who eventually became King George V. So this is like oh. royalty. Royal. Royal. Something. Before he was king, he was a prince, obviously, and he was on a three-year voyage that started in 1880 with his older brother, Prince Albert Victor of Wales, and their tutor, John Neil Dalton. They were sailing in their temporary ship called HMS Bacante off the coast of Australia in the Bass Strait, which sits between Sydney and Melbourne for those interested in geography. Melbourne. It was. (laughs) Melbourne. Melbourne. (laughs) It was before dawn on July 11th, 1881, when the princes logged their experience. So, quote, July 11th at 4 a.m., the Flying Dutchman crossed our bows. A strange red light as of a phantom ship all aglow, in the midst of which light the masts, spars, and sails of a brig 200 yards distance stood out in a strong relief as she came up on the port bow, where also the officer of the watch from the bridge clearly saw her, as did the quarterdeck midshipman, who was sent forward at once to the forecastle but on arriving there was no vestige nor any sign whatsoever of any material ship was seen was to be seen either near or right away to the horizon the night being clear and the sea calm 13 persons altogether saw her at 10:45 a.m. the ordinary seaman who had this morning reported the Flying Dutchman fell from the foretop mast, crossed trees onto the top gallant forecastle, and was smashed to atoms, unquote. 
Whoa. So, basically, in his English, he was saying that (laughs) 13 people on the ship saw the Flying Dutchman from Mm -hmm. their ship off the shores of Australia. The quarter deck man who saw her first, he was up top on the mast, like really high up. And after the Dutchman disappeared, he fell from that, hitting one of the crossbars and then dying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) if we think back to the scientists trying to explain this as a mirage, 13 people saw the exact same thing. Exactly. Exactly. 13 people saw red light. 13 people watched as it vanished. And two then things. The curse... oh, go no, go ahead. Two things I thought of while you were reading that quote. First of all, that's the second time you've said semen. Uh, <laughs> second, this shit is real. You can't make me believe it's not real now. Yeah. Like yeah. thirteen people see something, it disappears. There's murder, or not murder, but a death. Murder. Mur- murder. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not murder. I'm not gonna say somebody. A ghost like, murder on the ship, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I was yeah. At first, I was like, maybe this is just purely like a Loch Ness monster type of deal, like, right? Just people seeing. But I feel like there's there's some actual connection here to to what people are saying. For sure, absolutely, and it also, you know, the curse holds true then. Because we're the first person to see the ship died, you know? Right. It's continuing that legend. Um, for those who don't know the ins and outs of a 1800s ship, <laughs> four top mast is probably what you think, the very top of a mast. And the cross trees are the limbs that sit perpendicular to the mask. Mast. So okay. Like, yeah. Straight, a straight cross. <laughs> you couldn't see. We're like FaceTiming each other and Blake is giving us a, a, be- a beautiful angle. It's like almost a Vogue motion. <laughs> trying, trying to give me the crosshair section. <laughs> so in my mind, the guy standing on the horizontal part, mm-hmm. the cross trees at the very top when he falls and lands on the forecastle which is the front of the ship okay the triangular part up front if that helps yeah 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 and i bet that story held a lot of weight because it was the prince or both princes being Mm -hmm. like yeah we saw the flying dutchman yeah like you can't well i mean obviously people in government lie all the time but (laughs) (laughs) But I do think it definitely says something that, like, such a a high court, you know, yeah. or such a high party um, saw something and, like, could all corroborate the story and, like, back yeah. each other up. For sure. So, another story. In 1939, crowds of people saw a ship under full sail on a collision course with land. All of these people were watching from Glen K. 
Cairn Beach in South mm-hmm. Africa when suddenly the ship vanished before hitting Strandfontein, <clears throat> which is just an area next to the beach. Okay. Um, Cape of Good Hope is a peninsula going north and south, and Glen Ca- Glen Carn Beach is north of the Cape, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's like a peninsula, and then it like. Yeah. If you look at a hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your your teaching is coming through. It's like Cape of Good Hope is down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the beach is like up here. In the in the nook, in the nook of the thumb and forefinger. In the nook. In, in the, the nook. nook. And then Strandfon- Strandfontein is just northeast of the beach. Anyway. Okay. All these beach people are like beaching. They're swimming. <laughs> they're sun tanning. Things. They're doing beachy things. They're eating a hot dog, fighting off seagulls. What you do when you see a giant ship round that peninsula? looking like it's going to crash and then disappears mm-hmm. in front of an entire beach. Right. Normal. Normal, normal. In a, I believe a newspaper, the British South Africa Annual 1939, it was stated, quote, with uncanny volition, the ship sailed steadily on as the Glencairn beach folk stood about keenly discussing the whys and wherefores of the vessel. Just as the excitement reached its climax, however, the mystery the mystery ship vanished into thin air as strangely as it had come. Unquote. Oh my god. So again, a crowd of people are witnessing this ship show up and disappear, and nobody yeah. knows what the ship is, where it went, where it came from. That's gotta be such a a thing to <laughs> Like, especially in a crowd or, you know, like just, you know, even with one other person to see something as big as a ship that like, yeah, it, it already, even if it's moving quickly, it kind of looks like it's moving slowly, you know, right <laughs> for it to just vanish is like, yeah. that must be such, that must rock your shit back in the day. <laughs> like yeah, 1800s. 19... That's... And the beach thing is 1939. Like, that's insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, that's, it's not like seeing a shark fin and being like, oh, my God, did you see that? And it's like, no, yeah. I didn't see it in the water. It might be a dolphin. I don't know. Right. It's a fucking ship. <laughs> and in 1939, to see what we're assuming looks like a pirate ship, mm-hmm. that sticks out in your mind. It's not like... Right. A cruise ship or a fishing boat or a paddle boat. You know what I mean? It's like people don't use ships like that anymore at this point. So Right. With with huge wind in the sails. Yes. <laughs> Two separate private boaters saw the Flying Dutchman a few years later off Table Bay, which is the western part of Cape Town. So it's on the other side of the peninsula. And two different boaters saw the same ship disappear. Mm. And the most recent viewing took place during the Second World War when a U-boat spotted the Dutchman. No one knows what happened to the submarine. 
and if it survived the war, but they have the ship logs where they state seeing the Flying Dutchman. Okay, so how wait how many people are saying it or saying they saw it or just the full ship has said that they've seen it? Yeah, the whole I guess in the logs they're saying that the U-boat, whether it's through the telescope or that it was surfaced, saw yeah. the Flying Dutchman. Wow. Imagine looking out of your little, like, peephole yeah. uh, telescope and, <laughs> and just being like, is that a pirate ship? What's <laughs> going on? Like, huh? Wait, what? <laughs> You're just, like, swiveling back and forth. Are those skeletons? <laughs> the cartoon of the periscope with, like, the eye in the lens. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God. Okay, this is see the payoff because we started with such absolutely chilling, terrible, <laughs> scary, just keep me up at night ghost stories. And now I'm like these are fun. I'm like kind of getting into it now. <laughs> like these legends are getting very like spooky but like in a fun way. In a historically fun way. Yeah, for sure. And it helps when it helps when you have sightings. It may not yeah. be physical evidence, but it's better than one person being like, "This one thing happened to me." It's like, well, yeah, we need we need hundreds some of people have seen <laughs> this ship. Right. Most sightings of the Flying Dutchman do occur around the Cape of Good Hope, uh, Southern Africa. But it's been seen all over the world. The story of the Dutchman has been around for a very long time. And we may never know where the story came from. But people have seen this vessel and it can be terrifying if you know the consequences of seeing the Flying Dutchman. Right. But... If you go back to before the Flying Dutchman, there's a German legend about Captain von Falkenberg, who was cursed to sail the North Sea forever and forced to play dice with the devil for his soul. Wow. And that reminds me of Pirates of the Caribbean when they play dice for their soul on board. I oh 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 yes okay I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they took that part from this legend from the German version of the Flying Dutchman. That's fun. Um, and if you go further back, there's a Norse legend that tells of a Viking captain called Stolt. <laughs> Stole a magic ring from the gods who then punished him. He was a living skeleton swathed in fire and perched on the mast of a phantom black-hauled ship forever. Oh my god. Which is insane, that imagery. The consequences. <laughs> Just a flaming skeleton on a mast of a ship. Hey. You know you know the life you're you're trying to live. You, <laughs> you know, know how the to make consequences. An <laughs> <laughs> Let me you just see be that on and fire. you just live your life. Yeah. Yeah, Katniss Everdeen saw that and was like, you know what? <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take this to my stylist. But if you, I guess, like for legend standpoints, the Flying Dutchman does have a better ring than 
the flying German or the flying Viking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But I mean, Viking. it's cool that like this is it. So they're saying that it's just appearing in different ways in like different legends throughout yeah. time. Yeah, the so idea I that if there's... it is. Go ahead. I just say that like each version from different cultures and stuff like that have a version of some captain and crew being stuck on sea forever. Right. Okay. The why is always slightly different, but the outcome is the same. That's interesting. Yeah. It's interest. It's interesting that it's like uh, in different cultures and like, like you know, obviously like minor different details, but that also there are sightings. Yeah. Because then it's like, uh, I don't know. I feel like legends don't really work that way. It's like either it's a wife, like an old wives' tale. That, like, is just passed down, or... I don't know. It's just cool. I like that one. I mean, it may be a passed down thing from pirate to pirate, you know? Hmm. Like, you're on a crew, and you see a vanishing ship. Or not even see it. But you're with other crew members who are like, yeah, this one time we were in a storm, we saw this ship, and then we just don't know what happened to it. (laughs) And it's that game of telephone. Then you tell that crew, and then he goes on another ship, and he's like... Yeah, this one guy was telling me how he saw a ship disappear in the mist. And then he goes and tells another ship, he's like, there is this giant ship with blood red sails that disappeared in the mist of like, you know, (laughs) it just like goes on and on and on. Um, That's not to say it didn't actually happen. Or it's just one ship that sank in a storm and they claim it's lasted forever. But yeah. Or, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a mirage on the sea, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or a superior mirage, you said? Yeah. Do you think the Flying Dutchman, as a ship or a captain, could be real? Um, I, I, I feel like now I'm willing to buy it a little bit more. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. I feel like, um, like before I would just think of it as a legend like it just is something that people like pass down but I feel like if there's sightings of it there definitely could be some kind of a spectral aspect where it's like you know maybe they are tied to the <laughs> to the sea to the high sea yeah. forever like that's kind of right it, I I feel like if we can believe it for the you know the parts of the world where we can just walk on we we right. could definitely take it to the water. <laughs> like it's not a it's not that far fetched. For sure. And I think I'm behind the story where a crew got some kind of disease from something, no one would let them port, so they ended up sailing forever and dying. Mm-hmm. And because they never got you know, because people so many people wouldn't wouldn't help them and turn them away, they now as a ghost ship sail the seas forever trying yeah. to find somewhere to land you know like i think that absolutely could be real yeah people stuck in loops that's like a a big ghost theory right like people oh just my God, doing yeah. the same thing over and over yeah <sighs> you know what these people who turned them away at ports you could have at least tossed them a mango or a <laughs> banana and said good luck 
No scurvy for you, okay? All right. (laughs) You be safe out there. (laughs) Here's a lemon. Feel better. Feel better. They could have done something. Um, Apparently not. I'm just trying to think of, like, a disease that the entire crew could catch that would make them visibly sickly that, like, I people would be like, hell no, you're not coming near me. Mm. Syphilis. <laughs> Delirious, I, yes. Yeah, that become... changes your appearance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, smallpox or polio or something, maybe. Mm, but would it be something that would... Or I guess it wouldn't have to be something that would you would have to catch on the ocean. Like, it could just be something that, you know, came in on, you know, some fruit or something like that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, like, something that went bad that they all got... Yeah, I don't know. yellow fever. Yeah. They got mosquito bites. Mosqu- <laughs> they just all came down with crazy mosquito bites. And then they walked know. onto the shores swollen as hell, and they were like, what the hell? <laughs> But in my um, in my opera or movie that I'll write, I'll do the Viking version where he's tied to a mask mast and is set ablaze and just sails the ocean on fire. <laughs> it's a little more dramatic, I think. Yeah, I like the I like the imagery of that one a little bit. And stealing a ring from the gods, yeah, that's check. That seems a little more. Um, the stakes are higher mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. getting a little disease. High stakes, bitch. Well, thanks for joining me. Of course. To talk about ghost ships. I love starting my morning with you, darling. Yeah. (laughs) We're both like still, we're both still asleep and it's fine. We both have things that we have to do tonight and then it's fine. We'll get there. But I like, I actually genuinely did like starting my morning with like a little ghost story and chill a little go yeah everyone (laughs) wants to listen to him at night but you know what start your morning with a ghost story why not be afraid of the world that's how i like to do it (laughs) (laughs) y'all can follow haunted hometowns on instagram for photos related to each episode guests and upcoming news if you like what you heard Please subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. It honestly helps me grow the podcast and the algorithms and all that bullshit. If you have a podcast and need a guest, hit me up. (laughs) If you have a ghost story you'd like me to read on this podcast, email me at hauntedhometownspodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram. Slide in my DMs with your ghost stories. Could be anything from playing backgammon with a ghost to being abducted by aliens while you were crying alone in the bathroom of your 30th birthday dinner. Let me know. <laughs> and Tyre, where can they follow, watch, and listen to what you have going on? Oh, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter and I think pretty much everything on uh, Queer Pop Star is my handle. Um, and it might be for boys like me in a couple other places, but <laughs> it's fine. We're, we're switching brands. We're switching brands, darling. We're moving. We're moving on. Queer yeah. Pop star. <laughs> Follow 
Tyre at Queer Pop Star. You can also follow the artist Pepe Munoz, who did the artwork for this podcast, at p.e.p.e.munoz, M-U-N-O-Z. And I will see you all next week for another ghost ship, because everyone loves ghost story. information from wikipedia historic mysteries marine insight ghost ships by angus constam and npr <laughs>